If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Cady, The Challenge Doctor, with my co-host from the West Coast, Dr. Kevin Kakaro, bringing you something we haven't done in a very long time, which uh, since it's on Monday, it's got to be an M, so Monday Motivations. Normally, we do our Saturday salutations or Sunday salutations, um, but being that uh, I was a little under the weather, um, as you might be able to hear in my nose, um, you know, we pushed it off till today. So um, most of the time our salutations obviously are just for Kevin and I to say hi and to catch up with or share what we're doing in the podcast. Um, you want me to go ahead and share what was recently or? Are we? I'm just trying to check because I'm not sure if it's, it's not showing up on the. Um... Oh, yeah. OK. It just didn't show up on my alarm. Okay, whatever. What, I was like, you know, that? usually I go log into um into Facebook and then it'll say, Oh, change physician is doing something. And this oh. is like doing nothing. But that's probably Facebook doing its Facebooky things. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Let's see. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I'm now like yeah. I found so it. And- the most recent release, we had a little bit of a hiatus at the end of August. Uh, I guess you'd call it a little summer vacation. Um, but September 7th, we had a What is Your Ikigai? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Ikigai. Um, and we'll post, a, for those of you who don't know, Instagram is where we um, put little reminders of our podcast episodes um, at the Change Physician. So um, you can take a peek at that. In fact, the visual for the Ikigai. There are worksheets and all kinds of different, you know, people that say, oh, this is just the modern modified version of Ikigai and, you know, what the wording is. And there's originals that, you know, you'll find all different kinds of versions of them. Um, But you can uh, check out the uh, most commonly, I think, shared one. It'll be on the image that comes out on Instagram this next week. So that was episode 253. Um, I enjoyed uh, being questioned uh, by Kevin about <laughs> what my loves are and where I think my skills are. And um, uh, one little tip, it, there may be more than one for you, but um, as Kevin pointed out to me, but if you want more detail, you have to go to the episode. So um, any comments on that one, Kevin? No, other than, you know, a lot of it's, yeah, when you're like, there's all these different worksheets. Everybody's got to put their spin on everything. We put our spin on it too. But there's sure. like the the foundational thing is kind of like, like finding meaning or where's your meaning and what you do, right? And, and how important that is. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think as a human, we're always evolving in our lives and our understandings of things, and trying to always reassess where we are in that <laughs> and what brings us the most joy. Um, before I forget, uh, today's September 11th, 9-11, 2001, obviously, in remembrance of a, a lot of people's lives were lost, but my dad was born on this day, so saying happy birthday to my dad in case he's listening. Um, 
and my husband's dad died on the same day, which not the exact same year, but it's, uh, it's one of those days that it's hard to ignore. So, um, but the, the positive thing is that it's my dad's birthday. So happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of an interesting date. I just say like, I, you know, I think we talked about this. It's like, I remember, it. I, I didn't know it. I could tell you exactly where I was. Oh um, yeah. Um, in 2001. Yeah. When did was, we do that talk? Was that on a salutations? It might've been on a Saturday salutations. It was, it was lost. I think it must've been last year or the year before it. Cause it was, we were close to, or maybe we recorded something. Yeah. Maybe we did been. a Sunday. Cause it, I think it was a Sunday last year. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Very it's possible. A interesting date that sort of changed everything. And. Oh yeah. Even how we go through the airports. Oh, you know, people just don't have a clue. Like people who who were not, who didn't fly pre 9-11, you just don't have a, I mean, it was not, it was so easy. Yeah. It was so easy. easy. Um, And actually even right after 9-11, it was pretty easy for a couple of months because I did a couple, like I think at least one flight after that, maybe two. And it was totally empty. So there's nobody there. And then they add all this stuff in there. But um, God, it was so weird. So weird. So, yeah, I don't know. And some of the change, you know what I wish? I, I kind of wish what we did in politics. I would wish this in medicine. We're supposed to do it in medicine. We don't. But that if we would actually like institute a policy and then do like an actual review of it and see mm-hmm. how well it's working. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just institute this stuff and then leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me that my big one of my big takeaways from 9-11 outside of the loss of life and everything was, you know, um, the biggest problem they found, if I'm remembering this correctly, was uh, that we had so many federal agencies that didn't share information uh-huh. that um, was how the 9-11 hijackers got through it, right? They never, they didn't, no one, there was nobody put to taste together. And so I'm like, okay, wait a second. So the problem is too many organizations. So maybe you need to consolidate or do something. And Bush's so, so solution was to create a new organization. And I, <laughs> I, I just remember that was so weird. Like that was, and it was and it's still, it's such a stupid name. Homeland Security. I hate that name. Like it's, it sounds like something out of some weird dystopian novel. Um, but I'm like, why? Do, it just didn't. It just didn't make a lot of sense. It's like, okay, the problem is too much bureaucracy. So let's this add another layer of bureaucracy to this. Anyway, yeah. and then you know the flying stuff. I would be really kind of cu- curious to see what works, what doesn't. You know, taking off your shoes because of the shoe bomber dude. Does it really make a difference or not? Or, I mean, how much of it is just we do this stuff because someone thought it was a good idea and then we never check again? Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, if someone wants to do a bad thing, they're going to, they're going to find the other thing that's not being checked. Like there's always, if someone, I mean, you can do your basics, but like you said, like one person does this and it's like, what are the chances out of millions of people this would happen again but it's also one of those things that it's just i hate if someone's always one step ahead and they know how to like to to navigate around these things and they're gonna find a way like it i know it sounds horrible and you're trying to prevent stuff but you're not always gonna be able to prevent things just the nature well and i i think that you, you gotta put a minimum of safety in there yeah 
and like i'm not saying we should go back to pre-9-11 anything mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily agree that but no, i do but think like, you have 3.2 ounces versus three ounces of a liquid like come on yeah like, it, it's a perfume bottle like <laughs> or it's a it's a gift with a globe with the little shaky things in it yeah somehow well, of course it, i don't know yeah I, I just it just it doesn't i wish we would review this stuff a little bit more yeah yeah and I, I agree with you that people always there's always going to be someone who finds the way uh-huh. and so the game is always just to make it more difficult to find whatever that way is sure. whatever but i mean we're talking safety here but that same thing with tax policy because all well our tax our tax in this country is is ridiculous but it should be simplified in such a way and the the exemptions in such a way so that it's not so difficult but there's always you know just like that there's always people who are taking advantage of mm-hmm. every, there's always people who just take advantage of stuff and they make it more difficult for everybody everybody like, else what, whatever it is they get more difficult people you know physicians complain about prior authorizations well the reasons we have prior authorizations is because there are people who take advantage of medicine and people yeah. do a bunch of crap that's not appropriate and um, rather than get necessarily mad at a prior off, why don't we get r- mad at the people who are scammers? <laughs> you know, it, because they're the ones that do this. And because of them, the rest of us who are basically doing the things that we need to do pay the price. And um, I don't know. It, 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 yeah. So anyway, it would just need if they could, if, if anything, like even like the, even the prior off thing, there should be something as like, there should be a filter. How many, how, how, how many of this procedure or whatever is being, I don't know, there'd be a way for, for it to kind of filter through so that the pediatrician who's ordering a brain MRI for a patient that they're worried it has a glio and they, and they're, and they don't order MRIs on every single patient that somehow that gets factored in the algorithm Mm -hmm. and then they don't get hassled while the person is overbilling. And it's cramming three people through and has gotten it systemized down. And it was, I'm going to order this, this, and this, because I can build this, this, and this, and this, Yeah, that they get flagged. And then the prior authorizations go to them. Of course, then they can, well, you're being unfair to me. Well, no, I would say, look at what you're billing. Look what you're doing. And look at this thing. And this is why we have this extra step in here. And so we make these extra steps on the people that are, that are abusing the system. And then they, you know, if they're doing it legit and then maybe they'll clear out and they won't get these flags anymore. But man, it just pisses me off for, I don't know how this went a long way from 9-11, but it's like you know, <laughs> these terrorists that go in there and now I have to take off my shoes all the time. Although, you know, we finally could just decided to do global entry and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like global entry. Make it a little bit small. easier. Yeah, I love, um, I, I shouldn't say that was a very poor choice of words uh, that global entry is the bomb. But um, it's, it really is. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. They don't yes, say that in the airport for sure. Yeah. Huh? They don't say that in the airport for sure. No, don't say that ever. Um, anyway. Oh, so since it's Monday Motivations, let me um, congratulate, even though Coco Goff will never know who I am. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, teenager, uh, I forgot exactly how the titles went, but um it's the last time a teenager won U.S. Open was Serena, I think, in 2002 or somewhere around yeah. there. There's four Americans that were teenagers in one. And they're a very, as Corey made a point to tell me, my husband, he said, you've never sat down to, like, watch a full tennis match with me. And I was like, because <laughs> well, I'm always, like, distracted. <laughs> Excuse me. 
And I literally was kind of engaged with it. And I think I just felt just there's something about Coco. It just has, um, I mean, for a 19 year old, she has a, uh, her head is pretty damn leveled. And I feel like she is so athletic and I, and maybe there's a little part of me, a sliver of me that not envy in a bad way. Like I, I really wish I was exposed to tennis as a young, young girl. Mm. Um, I feel like it would have been my game. And so actually in the middle of this talk about being motivated, like Corey, I'm going to be 50 next year. And I want to go take tennis lessons. I keep talking about it and I don't do it and I'm not getting any younger. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to prove myself because, you know, most of these people have to like prove themselves by their twenties at the latest to really, you know, show their excellence in tennis. I'm like, you know, there's so, so many good benefits to it. You engage with other people, you move, you can go as fast or slow as you want. I mean, you get outside and like, the commissioner or whoever was talking presenting to the u.s open male champions i think they said something about how you know it's there was some study that came out on on the just the the physical benefits or the top one of the best sports to play your whole lifetime um because it just from the wellness benefits i don't know what that was based on but but there's no doubt if it's one of those, those sports you could play at any age, as long as you're like physically capable, even wheelchair people, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they can, they can do amazing things in the wheelchair and still play tennis. Um, so anyway, I'm like, you said about some of the things you've done and you challenged yourself with, I'm like, I'm going to challenge myself with a little bit of tennis. So and, when did uh, you set up your lessons? I haven't set it up yet, okay. but I started looking around online at what's local. And I already know that there's a place called Gray Rock that's not too far from here. Um, and there's tennis courts right within five minutes of the house at, at the high school. I don't know if I'd be allowed to use it. Um, so anyway, I'm, I've already started looking at options, but I'm looking at gifting that to myself next year. So like spring, summertime. Yeah. Summertime? So I was motivated by Coco Goff. <laughs> but well, you're in was... Austin. You don't want to do it in summer, do you? Uh, probably not in the summer, but you know, springtime would not be a bad time. I just okay. I have to figure out exactly when if there's like session packages that are certain times a year. But um, so you know, like usually you wait till call February. that place today and say, yeah, set it up the next date. You know, <laughs> I, I, that was one thing. Like one thing, one of the big takeaways I had schedule from, it like the tony robbins thing is once you make the plan yeah. always take immediate action yeah yeah and, and and whatever that may be but i found that immediate action is usually usually when you contact somebody else about it so it goes leaves your head speaking from somebody who lives in his head all the time mm-hmm. um, but that would be easy to do since you already identified it the local so it's got to be convenient so it's the closest one yeah. to you that yep. and then yeah so you should call them today i'm going to challenge you yeah. to do that even if it's just personal little lessons, I'd, I'd rather it be that way than a class or, you know, where you have several people. Um, I'd like for Corey to do it with me at some point. Um, and why wait until you're 50? I don't say like, oh, maybe second, I'll just took an intro course. I'll do an intro lesson. Yeah, well, I'm not far from 50 yet. So, so <laughs> it's only what? Oh, boy. Let's see. October, November, December. I'm only seven months away from 50. So. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll have to see. I'm. I want to buy a little book or find a little 
there's plenty of stuff online and just kind of learn like just a little bit more detail the basic (laughs) even though I kind of know the rules it's like there's some nuances you know that uh you just you want to make sure you understand but sometimes I'm doing better at learning that stuff if I'm actively doing it um I'm I'm a good athlete that way I I don't like to sit there and study a course on it I just Mm. watch and I learn as I go but Anyway, so that's the Monday motivation. If you have a little inspiration and you've never done something, just 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 go do it and try it. And I wish I had tried it younger um, because I have a feeling I'd be drawn into it. So <clears throat> sorry. Any anything else you'd like to add? <laughs> As I'm coughing on my lung. Oh no, I mean from a motivation standpoint, I think that's that's pretty cool. It's like, you know, identify and do it. And then, and and, yeah. and this is, and to remind people and remind me specifically, you can try it and you can always change your mind later or sure. adapt yeah. it. Um, it's like the, the biggest thing is just do it and try it and yeah. see it. And if you like it, that's great. And if not, then you can revise it and do something later. But if you sit around and think I'm going to do this and then you do it, do it, or you make plans 16 steps down the line call, um, creating problems don't that you that haven't even existed yet like oh well if i start my tennis lessons then i can't do this or this 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 you know that's um just do it like the nike slide but well it's just like anything else like sometimes the idea of it sounds a lot better than the reality of it and Mm -hmm. um even like our you know if your eyes get bigger than your stomach sometimes (laughs) well and and, i mean so my my big motivations this last year was to do this wing foiling thing right and um, I haven't talked about it in a long time, and it's because I ran into some some roadblocks with it. So, so here's a learning lessons on motiv- Monday motivation. So I discovered this stuff last fall. The problem with last fall is that we went into winter, and theoretically, I could have gone to a lake with like a I don't know eight millimeter wetsuit and somehow done this on my own trying to do that stuff, which was insane. So I didn't do it. So I knew I had to wait and wait and wait and wait. Then I scheduled early lessons and had a great time, took my kids to do it, did the second lesson, was a little bit more frustrating because my my progress was a lot slower. And then the summer came and then our summer was really, really busy. Like from, you know, I, I took my first lesson, I think the last week in April or the first weekend in May, I took a second lesson the first weekend in June. And then things got so busy that I couldn't, I, I wasn't able, well, I hate the able thing, but being able to, 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 I was not willing to invest the time to do another lesson because of the lack of time doing all this other stuff. Something would have had to sac- be sacrificed there. Yeah. And then when we were in Mexico, I was going to try to take a lesson and actually we went to a place, um, but it's the, it ends up being the slow season. I should have called them a couple of days in advance. I planned that wrong. Um, and then when, by the time I got back, like the time July, June and July was like, what I started realizing was it, whatever you do, like, like you need low barrier. And particularly when you're learning something, you want to make sure you can put the time, like tennis would be time on the court. This would be time on the water. Yeah. And the, so the biggest roadblock that I've identified through this process was my schedules are pretty, are in the summer particularly. Well, and it'll probably be that. I mean, most of the time we do a bunch of stuff in the summer. So those are really challenging. And then um, when you have something that you have to drive a long distance to and or to facilitate it. So the closest lessons to me are two hours away. Well, wow. no, long, long, like three hours away. And then Flores was four hours away. 
you have to, you know, now I've, I've had what a long way to say is I've had to revise my goal because it was harder to do. Yeah. Didn't have that much time. And then now I'm like, well, how would I, how do I incorporate a water sport such as this or this water Spartan? So now I'm down to like, I'll probably have to have them buy some equipment such that I can do it on my own, but I'm not going to buy the equipment until I identify local resources that are easy for me to get to. Cause I know me. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything in there on a day that I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Like right. oh, I have to drive an hour or, you know, I'm not very spontaneous when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a long way to say is do it. And then just understand that things are going to change. So I was had this big plans for the summer and it all went all over the place simply because yeah. <laughs> there wasn't enough time. And I'm like three lessons in a summer isn't going to, isn't, it, it, it's not going to, this is way harder than I thought it was going to be too. So yeah. 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 Tendo's will. If you got a place close to you, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Even if well, they that, cost more than someplace else. It's what? Even if it costs more than someplace else. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. It's if you're going to say 15 to 20 minutes, I would go with more expensive places closer and more convenient as long as you like the, like the group or like whoever they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll have to go explore it. I was thinking of doing that next week. Um, and then uh, there's a place that I tried dancing at one time. And they changed their location to closer to me. And it's maybe 10 minutes away. And it's kind of like they have bachata and like all these salsa and all kinds of variations of dancing. Um, and it's mainly women, it seems like, um, most of the time. So, um, you know, it's kind of like almost like a workout class, but you just have a whole bunch of dancing going on. Um, so I was actually going to go check that out, too. So this next year I'm looking at tennis and dancing. <laughs> so we'll see if it, if it transpires the way I anticipate. So yeah, there you go. You got it all, all right here all today there. on the Monday motivations. <laughs> and I'm very motivated to get active again, especially being under the weather over the weekend. So, um, well, why don't you take us out unless you have something else to say? No, we're all good. So, okay. well, thank you all for joining us for this Monday motivations. If you remember way back when, over <laughs> two years ago, that's where we started was with Monday motivations. Um, as always, you can join us on Saturday salutations or someday Sunday Sunday salutations, but generally on the weekends, usually Saturday from about 12 uh, Pacific or 2 p.m. Central. Uh, we're live on Facebook there um, and you can join the community at thechangephysician.com. And until next time, stay well. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.